Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Christ Over Crypto, where earthly investments become heavenly treasures. I'm your host, Frank Turner, and on Christ Over Crypto, we focus on using God's resources to bring heaven to earth through practical kingdom investing. On today's episode, we have John Maxwell Certified Personal Development Coach, CJ Akintade, and he's going to tell us all about coaching and why we need it in our lives. Also, later in the show, we're going to discuss the SEC's ruling on certain cryptocurrencies as securities. Before we get into our interview and cryptocurrency news, we're going to pause for our intro and a message from one of our sponsors. See you on the other side of the break. Everybody listen up, I'ma let you know that it's all about Christ over crypto. You should invest, but still be responsible. And remember that it's Christ over crypto, yeah. And money shouldn't be your master. Verse 24, Matthew, the sixth chapter. Serving God is the only thing that I'm after. Tell the devil back up when I get my stacks up. This is not about greed, I just wanna be a better me. Use my resources to build up a legacy. I don't wanna be dead broke when I'm 70. Christ over crypto, and it's really helping me, yeah. Christ over crypto, come on, hey. Christ over crypto, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Bitcoin Legendary. New to cryptocurrency? Curious on how to buy and sell Bitcoin? Visit ebook.christovercrypto.com for your free copy of Bitcoin Legendary. This ebook gives you a step-by-step guide on how to invest in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies safely and securely. Ladies and gentlemen, today's guest on Christ Over Crypto is a decorated 10-year Navy veteran, uh, a certified John Maxwell personal development coach. He also has his own show on WBGR Network Ministry that helps boys become men and men become better. Welcome to the show, Mr. CJ Akintade. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, man, you know, so, you know, let's let's just, you know, skip all the formalities, you know, obviously, you know, I'm excited for you to come on to the show. You know, I, I respect a lot of, you know, everything you've been doing as far as, you know, just just um, your transition, um, your your transparency that you've shared on your show and things like that. And, and we're going to get in touch on a little bit of that in this interview today. But I want to start you off. I'm going to throw you a, a softball. Um, you know, what caused you to feel like you wanted to pursue coaching? It's such a it's a thing that could be almost like, all right, yeah, you're a, you're a, you know you're a development coach. What does that even mean? And what do you, why do you think that you were qualified to step into that line of work? Um, based off of my background, so when I look at what a man is and what I thought a man was, um, I was sadly mistaken. Um, and it wasn't until I gave my life to Christ that I realized what a man was. So I look at the state of maleness and what what men are. Now and I see it. Um, I see a shortcoming. I see that there was a time, you know, where you used to have to jump to be a man, um, and now the bar is so low that you pretty much have to duck to get um, to get to get to get over it. Um, so I see that the bar is so low for men that I really wanted to raise the bar. So personal development is something that I dived in um, head first because um, I wanted to develop myself. I wanted to become that better man. I want to become that better example to show to the youth, to show to my friends, to show to my family. 
Um, then I teamed up with John Maxwell because I was reading a lot of his leadership books and I saw how he um, believes in adding value before he um, offers anything. And I thought that that was very important to add value. So I teamed up with him because I wanted to um, learn how to add value. I felt like the leadership principles were were excellent and um, a lot of a lot of great jewels that John Maxwell's brings that I wanted to utilize um, for me is for coaching and personal development. And what I learned was there's a difference between coaching and mentoring. What I thought I was doing, I was just mentoring. So what a mentor does is a mentor is someone that tells you the mistakes that they've made to help guide you. But what a coach does, a coach um, draws the answers out. In the answers from inside of you out. So what a coach does is he provokes the right thought provoking questions to get you to see the answers and the way that you should follow for overall betterment of your life. Well, that, that's a really, really great answer. You know, a lot of people kind of, I would say, conflate the terms of coaching and mentoring and they kind of think they're the same thing, but that was a great, um, I guess, uh, delineation on the two, the difference between the two words. You know, one of the things that you mentioned about pulling things out of people and coaching and finding the answers, what do you find is the number one mistake, number one mistake most men make um, that you coached and how do you generally correct it? Uh, The biggest mistake that I see is usually fear and self-limiting beliefs. Um, A lot of people, they know the answer and they have the answer. But they're afraid of the answer. So they'll talk themselves out of the truth. They'll talk themselves out of the answer in efforts to convince you that that's not the answer. And that's uh, one of the, the most interesting things I see with coaching. Wow. I mean, that's that's really good. Um, so, you know, one of the, obviously this is a um, investment podcast. We talk, you know, the name of it's Christ over crypto. You can listen to this episode or any other episode on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play. Um and, you know, one of the things we, we talk about on this podcast, we talk about money, we talk about investing uh, and responsibly. You know, what, what kind of investment do you feel like it is for a man or men in general to have a coach or a mentor? Like, do you how how valuable do you feel that like that investment is in regards to getting the most out of somebody's life? Well, so I saw an interview with um, uh, Russell Wilson. Um, right after Russell Wilson uh, um, made that pass and that interception pass um, for the Super Bowl um, where everybody was was beating him down. And I saw after he came out and took complete responsibility of the mistake. And um, I was watching another interview of him and he said that that was his mental coach that helped um, guide him through that tough situation, that tough decision to come out on, tro- on top. So when you look at the fact that the professionals have coaches, right? They're professional football players with mental coaches. Like Steph Curry has a shooting coach. So when you look at the professionals are having coaches, I think a lot of people think that we know enough to be good enough. And good enough is not good enough. Um, if you really want to go to that next level, you often need someone that is outside of your situation to help you shape and provoke the thought to get you to the next level. Um, it's very difficult for a man or a person in general to hold themselves accountable. So sometimes you need that exterior motivator to hold you accountable. I think investing in a coach is 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 just as wise as investing in 
um, any personal development books or growth or seminars. I, if you really want to get to the next level, you have to make the sacrifice to do whatever it takes to get you to the next level. And and in a lot of cases, it's getting a coach. It's working with someone one on one that really knows how to get you to the next level. Um, the 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 brilliance of a coach is I like Russell Wilson's coach doesn't have to throw a Super Bowl pass to know how to get him through that situation, right? That that's the brilliance in a coach. I don't have to be able to shoot as good as Steph Curry to teach Steph Curry how to shoot better or to coach him in shooting better. So coaches don't really have to be where you're going to help you get there. They just provoke the questions and a thought to excite you and hold you accountable and responsible. Um, so I think that um, uh, investing in a coach is just as important as any investment one would make into themselves. I, I mean, it, I think personal development is the most important investment a person can make in themselves, period. Man, that's that's a really good answer. Um, I'm going to I'm going to test. I wouldn't say test you here, but I'm going to have a little bit of a maybe um, throw you a curve on this one. So you so you said okay, people should invest in the coach. You know, even professionals have coaches. What about somebody who's resistant to coaching? Let's say I'm coming from a biblical standpoint, and I say, well, where do people have coaches in the Bible? Do I need to have a coach? Like, can I just can I just you know pray to God and you know receive the Holy Spirit and then have my you know whatever it is come out of me? Like, where where biblically does it say I need a coach? Is there are there examples biblically that that you see where people were coached or mentored and and if somebody had that objection how would you counter uh their um argument um i would start with the beginning so the first example i see or the best example i can use as far as a coach biblically is um moses so moses was face to face with god on a regular basis moses spent so much time with god that that the other people couldn't even look at him he had to wear a veil over his face because of the glory of god was on his face, but Moses still needed Jethro to come in and coach him on how to better manage his people and better manage his time. So I think in knowing that even Moses, a man of God that actually spent time with God on, on a regular basis, that, that actually saw God still needed a coach. He still needed someone with the outside perspective to help guide him through success. So I, I think when when you're able to look at that and see that Moses, the man of God, um, needed a coach, I think we all need a coach. Man, that was that was good. That was um, I tell you what, if Moses needed a coach, we all need a coach. I don't think anybody can come on here and say they was <laughs> that was a great point. You know, um, that was really really awesome. So I'm gonna get you get you out of here, um, um, on this. Um, you know, just. Looking forward, obviously you you've had you know a lot of success so far coaching and you're, and you're a fairly young guy. What do you feel like is your um, or or you, you maybe don't know this yet, but what do you feel like ten years from now is going to be your story with coaching or you know what do you feel like is is the vision that that God has for you in this coaching uh, ministry that you're you're pursuing now? So um, it's funny you ask this because this is something that I was pondering on and thinking about. Um, uh, very recently, like yesterday, and I was like, where do I see myself? What do I see me being able to do? So ultimately, I know that 
the the people of God, the people that are in the churches, these are the people that are supposed to have the godly ideas. These are the people that are supposed to have the godly inventions, the godly um, companies. And for some reason, a lot of us, we're getting the information and God is giving us a new idea and God is giving us uh, new things to do. God is giving you wisdom in certain areas, but we need coaches to help get over the hump. We need coaches to help us get to where God is trying to lead us. So what I would like to do is I would like to have um, to be able to have a church that's full of um entrepreneurs, a church that's full of business owners, a church that's full of people that are actively seeking to be to live the, the life that God decided for them to have. And I, I understand that, that coaches is coaching is what help get over the hump. I think a lot of a lot of sermons and a lot of a lot of uh, um, preachers and pastors, they teach um, principles to get you there. But there's no one that's actually walking you through the steps to get you from here to where you are to where you're going and understanding that that process there's going to be a lot of uncomfort. There's going to be a lot of fear, a lot of doubt. And I think that me being able to walk with someone one-on-one throughout these stages, maybe even having a, a eight or 16 week class um, to have people come through to teach them from going from whatever it is that they, that they're doing now to their dream. Like that's what I would like to do. I would like to help people accomplish their dream on a major scale. I think that there's no reason. I think that there's a is an absolute reason why pe- why God has given people dreams and visions, but a lot of us just don't know how. We haven't been um, equipped or prepared for the tools. And I would like to just walk people through getting from where they are to where they want to go on a large scale. There you heard, ladies and gentlemen, uh, C.J. Akintade, 10-year Navy veteran, John Maxwell certified personal development coach. Uh, He has a weekly show on Mondays on WBGR called Ministry. Um, It's helping boys to become men and men to become better. Uh, We're going to get you out of here, C.J. Um, Before we get out of here, how can uh, the listeners of this show find you? Uh, what's the best way to listen to your show? What's the best way to follow you online? If, if somebody's interested in, say, picking up your services for coaching, how can they get in contact with you? Um, so definitely. Um, and once again, the show is ministry, M-E-N-I-S-T-R-Y, like men, ministry with the emphasis on the men on WBGR. You can find me on Facebook at CJ Akintade. That's A-K-I-N-T as in Tom. A, D as in dog, E as in echo. I'm also on Instagram at King Akintade, um, King period Akintade. Um, so those are the two social media networks that I, I use to, um, to, to find me. Um, definitely tune in. The show is Mondays between five and six and it's streamed right here on Facebook live or it's also from the WBGR app. You can watch it online through internet streaming services. So those are the best ways to find me and contact me. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, CJ Akintade, John Maxwell, certified personal development coach. Man, thank you so much for your time and for your insight. Uh, God bless you as you continue to move forward um, in your coaching ventures and everything else you're doing. Grace and peace, brother. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. Man, now that was an interview. And and it definitely opened my eyes to, to saying, wow, you know, you, you think you don't need a coach. And you're like, oh, you know, I got it. I figured everything out. And then you realize that you think about someone like Moses, who um, obviously had great responsibility, but he still needed somebody to coach him. Obviously, he mentioned Jethro, 
about how he mentioned and told me, hey, you need to delegate responsibility to um, other men. You don't have to, you don't deal with every little thing. So I think it's important to have people in your life who, even if they're not your official coach, they are overseeing your life and they can speak into it and observe what you're doing. I think that's really important to have that. Um, you know, you can't do it alone. So that was just a great reminder of that. So I want to just thank you again, CJ, for coming on and sharing uh, your, te- your, your story, your testimony, your journey. We appreciate it. Now we're going to jump to the cryptocurrency news and update segment of the program. A really interesting ruling by the SEC about cryptos. And I think you'll be interested in hearing what they ruled. Excuse me, chap. I can barely make out what you're saying. Pardon my fear. I only speak crypto. Pardon my fiat. Cryptocurrency news and updates. All right. Welcome to the cryptocurrency news and updates portion of the program. So recently, an announcement came out from William Hinman, head of the division of corporate finance for the SEC, that Bitcoin and Ethereum are not securities. Now, before we get into what that means, you know, big for those who aren't familiar with cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin and Ethereum are two types of digital currencies that are um, traded, and there's applications that run on 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 top of them. Certainly, Ethereum is a um, how would you say a platform that a lot of other cryptocurrencies actually run on. So. The decentralized nature of Bitcoin and Ethereum are thought not to be securities because there's not a third party involved uh, directly promising a return on investment, so to speak. So what does that mean? That means that there's a lot of other coins out there, a lot of other smaller tokens you may have heard of that they are examining as securities. And if the SEC rules, rules those are securities, then there could be different ramifications as far as how they're taxed and things like that. But what does that mean if you've invested in cryptocurrency, if you have, you know, Bitcoin or Ethereum? If you have Bitcoin or Ethereum and you've invested in those or you're thinking about investing in them, it doesn't really change anything. Um, they still are can be a store of value, as we spoke about on previous podcasts, which you can listen to on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play. Um, you can still invest in, in these stores of value like Bitcoin and Ethereum and nothing will change. As far as the different cryptocurrencies, smaller ones, say like Ripple, that are thought to potentially be a security, you'll just have to wait and see about the guidance. You know, it's not going to change the possession of your coin. It may may change how it's taxed, how you purchase it or how you have to report it. I would still encourage people to obviously do your do your due diligence when investing, but I wouldn't let this ruling scare you off from investing or think the SEC is going to somehow stop cryptocurrency or rule that it's. It's, it's all a new territory, and they're just trying to get footing so that some of the fraudulent ICOs or some of the coins out there where people just took people's money and are not really going to promise, and they're not going to ever really promise a real coin or a real product. They're trying to root out some of those, uh, but but they also don't necessarily have guidance going forward on how these coins may change over time. See, Bitcoin and Ethereum are, are old enough to where they're thought of as decentralized at, um, at networks, how they run, and so the assets that they that they are, people don't think that people are directly promising. Hey, if you buy Bitcoin, you're going to get this or that. I mean, there is price appreciation in these coins, but there's not a central person running the offering. It's just a it's a freely traded thing, and if it goes up, it goes up. And so these ICOs, 
the issue with some of the ICOs is these coins are being offered. They're saying, hey, this is going to be the next Bitcoin. And with saying that, it's almost like, well, there's there's a promise of a certain return or, 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 or a certain date, a certain turn, you know, certain thing will happen with the coin. And that turns it into a security. So, you know, that's something to keep aware of as you invest in different coins. And if you're invested in different coins, do your due diligence and make sure that you understand, you know, where you purchased it, have your records and things like that in case that there's rulings that affect it. But none of it's going to get taken away. I can say that with, with pretty good confidence. Like your coins, if you've invested in some different things, they're not going to be taken away. There could be different ways that it's regulated or taxed going forward, but it's just a way to understand. And the fact that the SEC is looking at cryptocurrency and making rulings like this is showing that it's not just something they're, they're, they're brushing away and saying, oh, this is a fly-by-night thing. This is a real thing. And everything that, you know, in previous podcasts we talked about investing in retirement accounts, I still encourage you to, to look into that. There is information on our resources page about how you can get started um, using cryptocurrency in your retirement accounts. But you, you just have to do your due diligence and understand that, you know, there's risk involved in all investments. There's there's no such thing as, um, unless you're talking about the investment that is, you know, salvation, accepting Jesus Christ, there is risk in these investments. These are earthly investments. So we, like I said, we, we always want to keep that in mind as we look at a kingdom mindset for investing is, yes, you're, you're investing with the kingdom's money, not to be reckless, but to, you know, use for the good of the kingdom. And it doesn't always mean, um, you know, that there isn't risk involved, but you have to just do your understanding um, or have an understanding of what you're investing in. Every every everything uh, stock, whether you stocks, you know, bonds, precious metals, mutual funds, real estate, all those things have risk. Cryptocurrency is no different. There is you know there's volatility at different times, but the asset class itself is 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 such a new thing that people have never seen anything like it. So there's a lot of you know, negative talk here and there, you know, oh, well, SEC is going to shut it down. This ruling proves that cryptocurrency is here to stay. It's just a matter of how are all the different cryptocurrencies going to be classified. So that would be my advice for you going forward is to do your research if you're investing and, and invest with confidence, knowing that there are regulations being made to mean that to bring this into a mainstream economy and not just have it be this like, special project where people kind of do it and people are talking about it and it's it's this is how you get closer to adoption but you know i, I just want to share that with you guys i thought that was a very interesting ruling I, I don't think it changes it doesn't change my position on how i feel about investing in cryptocurrencies but for those of you who have invested or are looking to for you know for new investment opportunities i think it it, it certainly gives you something else to consider as far as you know, where is the future going? But it shows you there is a future there because they're working to regulate it. So I'm really excited about, you know, what we see in the future. Um, excited that there's ruling came down. And um, and so it's just it's going to be interesting to see how it grows. But like I said, I encourage you to um, do do your research. Check out our, you know, free ebook, ebook.christovercrypto.com, where you can read up on how you can start investing with cryptocurrencies and store them safely and securely. That's a, that's a great resource for you to get started and kind of understand how cryptocurrencies work as an asset class. Again, I want to just encourage you to um, just keep reading and, and, and like I said, just have a kingdom mindset when it comes to investing and realize that, you know, invest responsibly, but also diversify. And so I feel like this is part of that, uh, your portfolio as well. So again, thank you for listening to this segment. I'll see you next time on Cryptocurrency News and Updates. That about wraps it up. 
want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. want to encourage you to continue to listen and subscribe via iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Also check out the YouTube channel, exclusive video content there. We want to encourage you to check out the generosity page to give to those um, people in need, uh, less fortunate than, than ourselves, and just make a difference there. Also, uh, just want to continue to ask you to share the show, share it. Um, you know, we just want everybody to understand the mindset of the kingdom of how we should be investing and what we should, we should understand about the resources God's given us. So I just appreciate the opportunity for you guys listening. I'll see you next week on another show. Before we get out of here, I want to give you the chance to make the best investment you can ever make. And that's uh, one in, in the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And, you know, maybe, maybe you're never going to church. Maybe you're just listening to this and you don't know what this podcast is about, but you're interested in knowing Jesus is more personally, or maybe you've been walking with God and you've fallen away and you and you want to make sure that you, you start walking back with him again. I encourage you uh, to say this prayer. So repeat after me. God, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I deserve death, which are the consequences of my sin. However, I am trusting in Jesus Christ alone as my Savior, and I ask for forgiveness of my sins. I believe that his death and resurrection provided for my forgiveness and salvation. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and giving me access to your eternal kingdom. Amen. Congratulations. You started your journey with Christ. Let me encourage you to, to find a local church and continue your discipleship with other fellow believers. If you're in the greater metropolitan area of Baltimore, I welcome you to make your church home at I-5 City, located at 681 Hollins Ferry Road in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Service times are on Sundays at 9 and 11. That's all for now. Until next time, always remember, Christ over crypto.